Hi, my name's Anthony Murphy, and I have an addiction. An addiction to social media. Welcome back, team, to another episode of the Open for Business podcast. This is episode 22. My name's Anthony Murphy, and this is a show designed to inspire you to follow your passion and do your thing. We live in a world where the only thing that's holding you back from doing something that you love every day is you. There's never been a better time to start a business of your own, no matter who you are, what you do, or how old you might be. Well, team, uh, this episode, we are talking social media and the differences between the many platforms that are out there. There are many, many social media platforms, some of them which are household names and global brands like Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and then there are other smaller, newer social media platforms like MeV and Peach that uh, you may not have heard of before. But today, uh, in this episode, we're just going to break things down and make it a little bit easier for you to decide on which social media platforms you should use to build your business or your brand and which ones suit that business and brand the best. Because, believe it or not, not every social media uh, platform is suited to your business or your service or your product. So we're going to clear those things up today and we're going to get that sorted for you right now. Before we get into the uh, core of today's episode, I do want to first talk about um, a couple of things that are going on in the background for Open for Business. And one of those things is Facebook Live. So on 8 at 8.30 on Wednesday's uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time uh, or Australian Daylight Time, we are jumping on Facebook Live and um, it's still very new. Uh, we're two weeks into it now. This uh, this week will be the third show that we're going to run and uh, we talk about the podcast episode for this week. Uh, I can answer any questions that you might have and just generally engage with you guys in a, in a live streaming format. Just want to engage with the Open for Business team. Um, we haven't decided on a, uh, a name for the show just yet. Uh, there are other people out there who are using Facebook Live uh, in awesome ways, such as... Um, uh, um, Jack Delosa from The Entourage. He has uh, a, a weekly show that he does called uh, Ask Jack D. Um, very similar sort of um, show to Ask Gary V. Um, they both have a, have a different style, but it's still that um, the, the, uh, everybody's asking questions and the show's based around them answering those questions. So, um, And that's the beauty of live streaming. It's live. You can ask a question. The person doing the streaming can answer you right then and there. So that's Facebook Live. Um, there is uh, links to um, the Facebook Live and my Facebook page in the show notes for this episode. All you've got to do is head over to facebook.com forward slash Anthony G Murphy 1 and you will be able to catch the live streams there. So 8.30 Wednesday nights, Australian time. 
Now, the next thing is that I'm also working on producing some exclusive content in the form of private videos and interviews with um, guests that are on the show or guests that haven't been on the podcast, along with updates for Open for Business subscribers. So if you would like to be part of the inner circle of Open for Business, if you want to join the team, then head over to openforbusiness.net.au and hit the subscribe tab, and then you can sign up and you will get that exclusive content straight to your email inbox. So that is content that uh, won't be on the podcast necessarily, won't be shared across social media. It's just for the, uh, the Open for Business team, those that want to jump in and become a subscriber. So head over to openforbusiness.net.au if you want to join up there. Hi, my name's James Chu, and you're listening to the Open for Business podcast with Anthony Murphy. All right, so it's time to get into today's episode. We're talking social media platforms and which one is right for you. So depending on where you're at with your business development, whether it's in the ideas stage, whether you've uh, created a startup, whether you're already running a business of your very own, doesn't matter. Social media can be a fairly daunting task. Some of us love it and some of us don't. So it doesn't matter whether you are someone who uh, really loves their social media or whether you're just not too sure about it. It is easy to get started and uh, dip a toe in the pool, so to speak, because social media can do amazing things for your business. Trust me, it works. All right, so we're going to start uh, by running through a few of the different social media platforms that I use personally. I'm not going to talk about anything uh, or any platforms that I don't use or that I'm not too sure about. So let's run through the social media platforms that I use with Open for Business and also the personal platforms that I, I use for my personal accounts. And of course, we're going to start with Facebook. It's still the number one ranked platform for users and general engagement. Facebook has over 1 billion active daily users, 1 billion people on Facebook every day. That is a big audience. So Facebook is uh, really good for reaching a large audience and the platform has developed into an amazing um an amazing ad targeter and, and and for statistics and really driving traffic and being very specific. So Facebook is really big on ads and paid advertising these days, but it is very efficient and very effective if it's done correctly. That is a whole nother topic, but Facebook is really good. It's a great platform to get started on and it's good to have a presence on Facebook uh, if you have a small business or you want to get started with a small business. Now, of course, then we can move on to Twitter. Most people know about Twitter. Not as many active daily users as Facebook, but Twitter's really the place to go to get news and get updates fast. So it's really good for news in real time. It's also great for connecting and communicating with influencers, celebrities, and thought leaders all around the world. So you might already know that a lot of uh, celebrities and um, 
influencers around the world. They have a Twitter account and uh, you can contact these celebrities via their personal Twitter accounts. And uh, it's often a really great great way of getting in touch with them. And uh, you'll be surprised who will tweet you back. So uh, if you've got someone that you'd always love to say hi to or you, you're, um, you've got someone who's a real uh, role model, um, then reach out to them on Twitter because you never know, they may just get back in touch with you. Twitter has more than 10,000 tweets a second going around the globe. 10,000 tweets a second. That's a lot. Um, We move on to Instagram. So Instagram is huge. Instagram has 300 million monthly users with over 70 million photos added per day. Now, that's a lot. And Instagram is really um, a visual platform. Uh, Instagram is where uh, we post our favorite photos and pictures that we take. Um, Facebook bought Instagram, so it is a Facebook-owned company, and uh, you would have to say that that was a pretty smart investment by uh, by Facebook. So Instagram is great for sharing visual content, pictures, and the like. That takes us to Snapchat. Now, Snapchat is all the rage at the moment, and it is powering up the popularity charts. Snapchat was launched in 2011 by the co-founder and now CEO, Evan Spiegel, and he is now the world's youngest billionaire. He's reported to be worth $1.5 billion, and guess how old he is? 25. He founded Snapchat when he was 20 years old. Five years later, he's now the world's youngest billionaire. So he's done pretty well for himself by developing an app. It's pretty good. And um, apparently he's also now dating Miranda Kerr. So a bit of useless trivia for you there. Um, Very smart marketing by one of the top investors in in Snapchat is Gary V. He's done a great job in increasing the app's exposure and the marketing potential that Snapchat has. So using Snapchat as a business marketing channel. Um, Gary invested in Snapchat a number of years ago when it was still very new and not a lot of people knew about it, but he saw the potential in it. And uh, if you have Snapchat, if you're on Snapchat, Definitely add Gary V because he has some awesome snap stories uh, and awesome insights just into business and entrepreneurship uh, in general. So definitely follow Gary V on Snapchat. Snapchat has a younger audience than uh, a lot of other platforms. And um, that's sort of because there was a bit of a shift. Like if you think back a few years ago, if you're on Facebook, um, a lot of younger people, teenagers, uh, people in their 20s, um, a lot of us were on Facebook. A lot of us were loving Facebook. It was dominated more by a younger audience, a younger demographic. But um, did your mum join Facebook? Yeah, mine did. And a lot of other people's mums and dads and uncles and aunts jumped on Facebook. They joined in. They wanted to see what all the fuss was about. And of course, that sort of pushed the younger audience out of the way because they didn't really want their mum commenting on their Facebook posts. Have you ever had that? 
maybe you love the fact that your mum was on Facebook, but there was, there has definitely been a shift away from Facebook with the younger audience, taking up platforms and using platforms like Snapchat. So Snapchat is a very young platform at this stage and has a young audience. So Keep that in mind if you are uh, looking to target, if your target audience is in that younger demographic. Very um, absolute, yeah, awesome platform and uh, open for business and myself is doing a lot of work on Snapchat at the moment. So in uh, a little statistic here, there are 9,000 snaps per second which pretty much rivals the amount of tweets that are posted on Twitter. So Twitter was founded back in 2006 and Snapchat was founded in 2011. So Twitter is five years older than Snapchat, but the snap to tweet ratio is almost identical across the two platforms. That's how quickly Snapchat is growing and that's how popular it is. So keep those stats in mind. Next is LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is the social media platform for professionals. That's that's what it's called. It's a great social media platform for building your personal brand, for, for networking with other people, connecting with influencers, and for sharing your knowledge and the content that you produce. Um, if you write blog posts or articles, if you even if you create videos or podcasts, it's a great platform to share that content. And uh, it's almost almost like um, you know the 21st century resume you can list um, the the things that you're good at the skills the areas that you have skills um, you can list where uh, what experience you've had what jobs and positions you've held so it really is like um, um, a buffed up online resume and it really is great for that professional networking so LinkedIn is uh, is a great one if you're looking to connect in a professional sense or your business is more aimed at professionals. Now, this is where we get into live streaming with Periscope. Now, if you haven't heard of Periscope, it's owned by Twitter. Twitter bought Periscope uh, a couple of years back when it uh, first started out and was very popular. They jumped on it very quickly. Now, live streaming which is something that Facebook has also now added, is growing and growing and growing. It's becoming very popular and it's taking video content to the next level. It, and it's taking video content to the next level because it's highly engaging and it's real time. It's video in real time. With Periscope, you uh, you punch in the title, uh, what you're going to be scoping about. That's what it's called. You, you do a scope on Periscope and you hit live, go live. And what happens is instantly your video is being broadcast to anyone who follows and connects with you on Periscope. And while that live stream is going on, people can type in their questions and those questions pop up on the screen. You can read the questions, you can interact with people. Uh, people can share um, your scopes in in real time across different social media platforms, especially Twitter. So people can tweet out the fact that they are watching your live stream onto their social media channels, which in turn can get more engagement and bring more people into watching your scopes. So it is a very cool platform and um, 
I did quite a number of scopes um, towards the the middle half and the end of 2015. Haven't uh, really taken jumped on Periscope for 2016, just because I'm working out which social media platforms are best for open for business and growing the brand. And um, I'm really looking into Facebook Live now as as the main. Um, live streaming platform for open for business and for building my brand but um, if we uh, ever look back and jump on periscope and start to do more things with periscope we shall definitely let you know um and i'm really interested with live streaming this is something that i've always wondered i'm interested to see how long it takes for the general population to become comfortable with live streaming to the point where you people will just live stream down the street in public as they're walking along crowded places out shopping you don't see it a lot at the moment people are on social media when they're in public whether it's facebook or twitter or snapchat but it's people getting used to taking video content video can be quite hard for some people to uh, to be comfortable with to wrap their head around to be happy to do and uh, with the live streaming apps that are coming through and the fact that you can take video with Snapchat and, and apps like that, I'm just I'm really interested to see how long it takes before it becomes sort of the norm for people to be just, you know, taking a scope down the street as they walk along and for, for, for the general population to be comfortable with that. So it'll be interesting to see how long it takes for that to filter through. I think the other reason that live streaming is so popular is because of the fact that it feeds that that human um, condition that we have that we want everything now. We, we, you know, we want it in the now. We want it yesterday. If you want, if you're online shopping, you want what you want the thing that you're about to buy before you've even hit that buy button. You don't want to wait days and days for it to arrive in the post. So it, it it's tapping into that same human condition where we just want things now. We want that engagement, and if we can get it in real time. Hey, happy days. So that's sort of uh, the list of social media platforms that I use on a regular basis and uh, that I've had experience in. So now is the time to decide which social media platform is right for you. So for example, let's take, um, let's think of a business and we'll use that as a bit of a case study to decide on what social media platform you should use. So let's let's take for instance someone who is um, starting up a small business selling jewelry. Okay, so you're going to start a you're going to start a jewelry business. So you have a physical, tangible product. Now, a great social media platform would be one where you can share pictures. Where pictures is is the main type of content. So immediately. Apps like uh, social media platforms like Instagram and Pinterest the, and, and Tumblr, they jump to mind because it's all about sharing those pictures and that content. An example of um, uh, a social media platform that may not work as well is Twitter because Twitter is more about um, you know content that is um, is news based and is more you know headlines and links it's not so much about the visual content and the pictures and high engagement on those pictures so that's a bit of a a case study on what you should do which social media platforms um, you should use um, snapchat snapchat is great because it combines pictures and it combines video as well so 
it's it's really it's flexible in a way because you can use it for different types of things. Snapchat is is a great platform if you were going to start an online jewelry business because you can take photos and you can post them onto your story and people can see them and then you can also take those those um clips and the video content to add to your story explaining what it is, how great it is, what your product is, the price, whatever it might be. So that is uh, is a great platform that combines the two together. But the thing to remember with social media and deciding what platform you should use is that for social media to be effective, you need to use the platform that your target audience uses. So if you're selling if you're selling rich recliner chairs for elderly people, you know the motorized ones that help them get up, stand up, you're probably not going to um, necessarily jump on Snapchat to promote that business or that product because Snapchat, like I mentioned earlier, is is a younger demographic. It's got a younger audience and you're not going to get too many people that are in the stage of needing to buy a reclining chair checking out Snapchat. Um, so Facebook might be a much better platform to to use for that type of a business. On the other hand, if you've got a really young product like um, you know, a brand new type of skateboard or scooter or rollerblade or something like that, something that a young young demographic, young people use, then you want to jump on a social media platform where all the young kids are hanging out, which is Snapchat. Um, Instagram is also another one. There is lots of young people on Instagram. And as again, if you have a visual product that you can take pictures of, Instagram is another amazing platform that you should jump onto. So I hope this is sort of giving you a bit of an idea on the the types of social media platforms that will work best for your business. At the end of the day, it's about... It's about giving it a go. It's about jumping on the platform, seeing if you like it. You may not enjoy Snapchat. You mightn't like the way, um, you mightn't like the feel of Instagram. So it needs to work for you as well as your business. If you don't enjoy it, if you don't like the platform, then you're probably not going to be able to get yourself motivated to get the best out of that platform and create the best content for that platform. So it needs to work for you and it also needs to work for your business. Just keep in mind that whatever social media platform you decide to use, you want to choose the one that your target audience is using. So I hope that gives you a bit of an idea. I hope that helps a little bit. We will go more in depth in future episodes on the different social media platforms and what they're good for, what they're, what they're good to use, and also on automating those social media platforms and the different types of applications such as Buffer and Meet Edgar that can help you automate your content so that you don't spend 23 out of 24 hours a day posting your content to social media websites because it can be time consuming but there's lots of ways to make it easier and quicker. So we will discuss all that sort of thing on future episodes. So before we wrap up the show for another episode, there's a couple of things that I want to bring to your attention and that is that in the show notes for this episode will be all the links to the social media platforms that have been mentioned in this episode as well as a video by James Chu, the Aussie video guy um, for you to watch that um, gives some further explanation and adds a lot of... uh, 
uh, a lot of humor to um, trying to work out the different social media platforms and what they're for. So check out the video by James Chu. It's uh, linked into the show notes. You can hit play right then and there and uh, it'll give you a bit of a laugh too. He is a wizard when it comes to video. So check that one out. All the links will be in the show notes, as I mentioned, so please feel free to check them out and also to leave a comment while you're there. I respond to every comment personally. And as here's a little tip for you, if you already have a website, uh, if you would like to uh, boost your SEO, give your SEO a little boost, then leave your website your website URL, so www.yourbusiness.com.au or whatever it might be, leave that URL, leave that link in the show notes because that in turn becomes a backlink to your website and that helps with your SEO. Little tip, there you go, it's free, no charge. So it would also be great if you would like to follow me on your social, on your favorite social media platform or on any of the social media platforms that I am on and that Open for Business is a part of, you can find all the links in the show notes for that as well. Now, remember tomorrow, once this show goes out, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, there is a Facebook Live and of course... Um, you can catch me each and every day on Snapchat as well. So I'm looking forward to engaging with you on Facebook Live and on Snapchat. Be good to see you there, team. Next week on the show, it's a big one. We have James Chu back to talk all things video and how we can all create amazing video for less than $200. James has launched his very own course and it's awesome. I've joined the course, I've been through it, I've bought the equipment and I'm ready to make amazing video for less than $200. So stay tuned for that interview in the next episode. There'll be uh, lots and lots of uh, content available around video and behind the scenes action as well for everybody who is part of the mailing list and who has subscribed over the website. So don't forget to head over there and join the inner circle team. All right. That's enough for me. Until next week, stay motivated, keep working towards your goals, and we will catch you over on the very next episode. Bye for now.